Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Thursday, March 25th, 2021. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Black Knight. Black Knight is a premier provider of innovative, high-performance technology, data and analytics for first mortgages and home equity products. From point of sale through post-closing, the company's trusted loan origination system, Empower, as well as its integrated end-to-end origination solutions deliver unmatched capabilities, functionality, and support to increase processing efficiencies and lower operational costs for lenders, as well as improve the home buying experience for borrowers. Black Knight leads the mortgage technology space, helping clients of all sizes conquer business challenges and provide borrowers with the advanced digital capabilities they increasingly expect. After spending millions of dollars studying the issue, a blue ribbon panel found that statistics show that teen pregnancy drops dramatically after age 20. (laughs) Want some more numbers? How about Lenner announcing the $4 billion formation of the Upward America Venture, a platform that will acquire single-family homes for rent in high-growth markets across the U.S.? Maybe I'm the only one who doesn't see the connection between keeping people in rentals in a name like Upward America. This, while the National Association of Realtors tells us that total existing home sales fell by 6.6% from January to February. Despite that, lenders who have always focused on purchase business are thumping their chests about their 2021 volume prospects and their ability to scale technology. Which reminds me, you should listen to today's interview with 22-year industry vet Mike Piambino, SVP of Origination Technologies at Black Knight, discussing technology configurability, scalability, and performance for lenders. Here it is. On previous podcasts this week, we've discussed the evolution of LOS technology and the importance of strategic benefits of a LOS platform that fully integrates the best of breed components into an all-in-one mortgage ecosystem. We've also discussed how lights out automation can substantially benefit lenders by improving cycle times, eliminating redundant work and substantially reducing the cost of origination. These things all lead into today's topic, which is configurability, scalability, and performance. So Mike, what, what do you mean when you say that an LOS platform is quote-unquote configurable? Great question, Robbie. There are ways to personalize a system to a lender, right? To build and configure the system to the way that they do business. When we talk about configuration, we're really focused on providing a lender the ability to manage the processes, the tasks, et cetera, across the mortgage lifecycle with consideration of the uniqueness of their business. And we do that through robust configuration tools with Empower versus actual code, like customizing it with development. Configuration does a number of things. It allows the business really to quickly adapt to things like changing requirements or or shifting business models or the addition of a new channel, those types of things. Because business analysts can configure faster and with way less risk and way less cost than going through that whole development cycle where the BAs are going to do business requirements, documents, and deliver them and create functional design specifications. And you've heard stories, right, where things that need to be done, they might might not even be that big, but they're on somebody's roadmap for months and months, and then the developers do it. And there's, there's all that testing and stuff that needs to be done. If a business analyst can automate a task or or add fields, you know, if I want to add fields to the system, create a new screen and put those fields on it and insert that screen into my workflow without writing a single line of code, again, my, my cost, my impact uh, on the business, all those things are really taken care of, all without writing a line of code. You know, things happen much more quickly. And the impact on the overall business, as well as scalability and performance, are minimized. Does that make sense? 
does make sense. Uh, one of the questions I would have, though, is we talk about how it's configurable. I think that can often be confused with customized. Can you, can you explain how configuration is materially different from customization and, and why one approach might be preferred over the other? So when, when we configure, we, we provide actual tools that a business analyst can leverage to go in, and, and maybe it's to write a rule, right? Or maybe it's to and automate one of those tasks that we talked about in our previous podcast, right? Where I want to take the, use the example of maybe a flood cert order, right? At some point in the process, somebody has to order a flood certification. Uh, when that's done in most systems, somebody's going to go to a screen, place that order. Then they're going to wait for the response. They're going to see if the, the property's in a flood zone. If it is, there's a whole bunch of other things that need to take place from there. With Empower and through the configuration tools, we've actually taken that process to where the loan gets submitted in the background. It's going out. It's running that flood certification. It's determining from the data in the response file, is it in a flood zone? And if it is, it's automating the, you know, the sending out of the flood package, the 10-day letter, all of those things that humans do, right? That's, that would be a customization in almost any system on the market. Somebody would have to go in and write code to make that happen. In our world, a business analyst could do that quickly, efficiently, and put it in. And it's, it's, not, it's not having any impact or creating any technical debt on the part of the lender where they have to now manage that customization and manage that code where they want to go out and you know, take in a new uh, update or release from the vendor. Those types of things become incrementally more difficult when you're writing code. We don't touch a lender's configurations, right? When, when we do an update, those are theirs. So they are logically separated. When, when we're talking about implementing new technologies, it's a two-fold solution for lenders. The, the system must scale through automation, which allows for higher volumes without increasing full-time employees, and it must scale from the standpoint of performance. Both are critical. How, how does Black Knight define scalability? Well, you, you hit it right there. I mean, it really is two kind of considerations when we talk about scalability and performance. One of them is, you know, an Empower was built, again, from the ground up to scale and to perform. That's more technical, right? That part of it is about, do you leverage memory appropriately within your application? Can you scale horizontally and vertically in a dynamic way? Do you separate your business logic from presentation layer so that the system just performs more quickly? Those are all the things that are required in order for a system to handle peak load at certain times of the month, regardless of their size, right? If they're doing 30,000 loans a month or they're doing 300 loans a month, that that system needs to scale and perform. We search for sub-second response times moving from screen to screen, right? We, we look and we've, we've invested heavily in the architecture of the system to perform that way. But what most of our clients are more interested in from a scalability perspective, even more than that is, can I increase my volume? Can I grow my business without having to add headcount? With our system and with the tools that we provide in terms of automating processes and handling documents without human intervention using our artificial intelligence tools, those types of things are, are really what allow for scalability from a business perspective. And that really is, again, essentially what, what every lender wants. We talk to a lot of potential clients that tell us, you know, we do, you know, three, 400 loans a month, really can't grow beyond that. You know, we're, we're constantly adding bodies, especially this past year, right? With all the spikes in volumes, people working overtime and, you know, high, trying to hire new people. Our system is designed to allow you to scale that business and let your users do more um, and be more efficient without having to add more headcount, more full-time employees. 
That makes sense. What I've heard from many lenders is that the biggest problem with these technological solutions or all-in-one LOS platform, it's around performance issues. Uh, that's the biggest pain point for them. What are the actual impacts of configuration and or customization to a platform's performance? So configuration, number one, because we design the tools to, to be economical in the way that they're, they're leveraged, right? If, if I have rules, for example, that I write using system development tools, meaning development, then the system has to read all those rules all the time, right? And they, they create drag, they create latency in a system. If you have a configurable engine where it's more of a callable service, then I know, hey, when, when this happens, call that rule and interrogate it and drive action from that. I'm not writing code that needs to be managed and is often inefficient too, right? Because it's up to the way that the developer builds that business logic. When you configure you really are putting the parameters in there. Like, this is how it works. This is the logic. If it, this field is equal to that, then do this. So there's a much more economical way to do it through configuration versus through actually developing code. It sounds like Black Knight has actually been able to do that very well. Mike, thanks for coming on the podcast and talking to me. I think, I think this was very valuable for our listeners. Great. Thank you, Robbie. Thanks for taking the time. For the latest on employment, lender services and products, productivity and compensation, investor news, and FHA, VA, and Gini news, visit robchrisman.com. Frankly, there isn't a whole lot to report from yesterday. In Washington, Fed Chairman Powell and Treasury Secretary Yellen completed their second day of congressional testimony with an uneventful appearance before the Senate Banking Committee. Fed Chair Powell gave some assurances on inflation risks, thus stabilizing the recent sell-off in MBS and Treasuries, which ended the day rallying a couple basis points. In other Fed speak, New York Fed President Williams said he expects a rapid recovery in jobs and growth. As far as economic releases, durable goods orders declined 1.1% month-over-month in February, when it was expected to rise 0.9%. The disappointing data for February followed notable strength in January and prior months, suggesting only a minor blip in the strengthening demand for durable goods. News picks up a little today, but once again is heavy with Fed speakers. We've had the final look at Q4 GDP, up 0.2% to 4.3%, stronger than expected, which is old news. But new news in the form of weekly jobless claims, in at 648,000, the lowest in a year, and continuing claims at 3.87 million. The afternoon sees a $62 billion seven-year treasury note auction. Today's MBS purchase schedule sees the desk conducting the last two operations on the current schedule, totaling up to $4.8 billion of 2% and 2.5% coupons across Jenny 2s and UMBS 30s. We start Thursday with both agency MBS prices and the 10-year yield unchanged from Wednesday. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Pro tip, save business cards of people you don't like. If you ever accidentally hit a parked car, just write sorry on the back and leave it on the windshield. Thanks to our sponsor, Black Knight. As the mortgage industry continues to evolve and embrace digital capabilities to improve and enhance the origination process, you can count on the innovative and integrated solutions from Black Knight to keep your lending team ahead of the curve. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.